Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me at HyperClean Marshall if you're on Instagram. You can find Nick at HyperCleanNick on Instagram, or you can find us both at HyperClean Specialist, the new Facebook group that we are having a lot of fun with and having a good time. This is coming off of Halloween weekend, and uh, I don't know about you, Nick, but I sure enjoyed all the candy that I took from the uh, <laughs> from the the wonderful kids who spent so much time going around collecting it, and I got to take taxes out of. Uh, out of the bags of candy did you get to uh, collect or give out uh give out we have a, a pretty lively uh large neighborhood here in vegas so we have people come in from other neighborhoods to ours and they like you know we have a pretty big i wouldn't it's not like a parade but there's like a route people take and and go through the neighborhood guys go all out at their house that's cool so no, I didn't, I gave out candy and actually gave away every piece. Like the last kids that came, I'm like, let me go ahead and dump all this shit in your bag. I got to go. I can't have this in the house. I'm not to be trusted around candy bars. It's like, you know, got to get it out of there. Favorite candy growing up? Nestle's like, you Crunch. Got it. Like you got the candy and you're like, this is it. This is Nestle Crunch. Love that shit. Ooh. Yeah, the little the little ones that would come in the little bars. I guess. Dude, if we put them in the freezer, game over for me. I can't eat hot chocolate. Like I can't eat like room temperature. But if you put it in the freezer, game on. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is still always Reese's. I love anything chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah, I mean, dude, you can't go wrong with any of that. I'm yeah. I'm Skittles, Starburst, whatever. I mean, I'm I, I'm that's why I'm not to be trusted. I'm you're, like, I so you're at, a candy holic then. I, not like I'll never stop and buy it. Like I'll never, I'm not that kind of guy, but if it's in my house, game over. I can't be trusted. Can't, I will not, I will eat it till it's gone. And it might be in one sitting could take me two, but it's not going to take five. I can tell you that. And it doesn't matter how much it is. Dude, sort of like me with this Oktoberfest lately. Uh, I have been enjoying our little venture down Oktoberfest and I got some more to do. Today's is the Carbock. Uh, they call it, this is what's funny. Carbock Fest. Not even an Oktoberfest. This is a Carbock Fest. So good for them on, uh, uh, you know, defining it the way they want to. And it's it's interesting kind of uh, transition for where we're going to look at today is as a beer, you know, kind of defines what they want to do for their beer and what they're doing in the industry. So has the podcast over the years since creation of 2017, putting out the first Pints of Polishing podcast and the community quickly caught on that we were different, that uh, being so new, but there were still others. And we began to put out information, specifically myself, pointed around something in the industry that I didn't quite understand. At that point in time, you remember, there was nothing but full corrections, quote unquote. Now, this is what's interesting over time, and especially over the past month, right? We, we define out what that means. But in 2017, it was on zero radars until we began speaking about it. Until we began, myself especially, putting out what I felt the industry was really going to end up at. One, 
two, three-year coatings and in and out, quick polish, get a good 50, 75% as it's being defined now. I think one of the, the big times for me as I began to push my view the way I saw the application of putting down coatings for the industry was sitting with Jason Rose and being there at his uh, trainings that we shared together where he went over Rupes and their tools. And then we put on our coatings and we, there's a video, which is really fun where we left a high spot and Jason Rose took him five different passes to get the high spot from Trey off the vehicle. And he sits in and goes, wow, this is really impressive. Just before that, he had commented about doing one step, doing something on the paint and said, hey, this is exactly what Marty has been talking about. This is the style of detailing that he has been speaking about. So I was very gracious that not only Jason Rose took the time to explain that that was something that I had been doing, but also that he confirmed that it's what was needed to being done. Now, he also has all these other things that he recommends, and they've got a whole lot of steps and a whole lot of great things. It was just for me being in that moment way beyond where everybody else was, because if you're one of the only ones talking and pushing, it's hard to take the ridicule. It's hard to take the snickering. It's hard to be in the groups and push and talk when nobody else and no other brand at that point in time was leading and guiding in the direction that I was giving. So we move forward now. So <laughs> influential, what does being influential mean? So we do this buy sell, right? I am buying that the podcast has been the most influential brand pushing forward for the industry since 2017. And we're becoming even greater now to where we are changing the intro to what the podcast says. We understand that where we are as a movement is influencing the industry. And we are seeing, which is really great as a community, confirmed with text messages coming in, confirmed with DMs, confirmed with people coming onto the pub, confirmed by others in the industry. We got you young YouTubers now that have quickly suddenly started to say that they've been talking a similar way. We have all these different people that are now saying that they have been doing something that the brand of the podcast, without a doubt, has influenced. And so I am buying what we've done over the past years that we have influenced the industry and we're doing a great job at it. So that's what I'm buying this week. <laughs> that's your walk-off? That's my walk-off, man. Uh, look, buy and sell is largely just something we come on here and we, you know, joke about stuff. We joke about food that Marty likes that's terrible. And, you know, I have to prove my points and that kind of thing. We have a lot of fun with it the last few weeks. It's been a wild 18 months since the beginning of this pandemic, right? It's been a wild 18 months. You and I have spent a lot of time developing content for this podcast and it's taken a lot of hours. You know, for those that don't know, several hours every week since March of 2020, you and I have spent on this podcast alone, meaning not just recording it. Uh, that's, you know, usually anywhere between 40 minutes and an hour. Forget that time, but the preparation time that we've 
put into this podcast, which is always hours every week. We don't take vacations, you and I. So if we do that 52 weeks a year and we average two hours a week, it's 104 hours a year. We're approaching our second year. So we're well into the 200 hour that we've invested the last 18 months in this podcast alone. It's a lot of time. And I don't think people understand that a lot of times that there's guys with podcasts and detailing, but you guys don't listen to them. You just don't listen and you don't listen because they don't put the time in. Same reason many of you take a lot of pride in your polishing technique. You've put in 100, 200, 500, 1,000, 10,000 hours into your polishing technique. And if you hire an employee and that employee learns everything from you and you own this business called John's Detailing in Poughkeepsie, New York or wherever, and that guy goes down a street and starts John's Detailing two miles down the road, you're like, well, I'm John and his name's Steve. What, what the hell's going on? And he's selling everything that you taught him. How many people are bent out of shape every week, Marty, when they tell us an employee, quote unquote, left their company, stole all their ideas? How pissed off are people? Let's be honest. Ironically funny, like in between the meetings that we've had today, and you and I haven't talked about this, I got that text message from a guy that had somebody working for him and left and went down the street and he never put on a coating, but suddenly he's a, a ceramic coating installer. It's amazing how people in our industry are really pissed when they deem, quote unquote, somebody has stolen their information, right? Because polishing technique is just information. It's all that it is. Our polishing technique here at VR Auto Spa is exactly the same as it's been the last 10 years for me. And people have left and they've taken it and they've, they've done it and, and they've copied me. It is what it is, right? It pisses you off because you're like, hey, I worked my tail off to come up with that system of polishing. What I don't think guys oftentimes realize is is the same with something like a podcast or something like a chemical company. And one thing that you referenced is you're talking about, especially the one-year coating market and how you didn't need to paint correct to put a one-year ceramic on. And that's something you beat the drum of for a long time. It's something that you and I have talked with each other on this podcast about publicly a lot. You've talked with many detailers on many different forums and, and, and different places for five years. So what I'm selling is the open disrespect and not honoring the people that have put in the work and just stealing something as your own. And that's what happened last week. And it's been happening for 18 months to you and I in particular on a pretty big level since the pandemic, because there was such bad information around sanitization. You know, there is no reason to go back. If you're still listening to the people that told you to close your business in 2020, as it was a record year for most detailers, and you choose to still listen to those people, I can't help you. I can't help you. But those are the same people that last week made a really, really scummy statement on their content and didn't honor the source and act as if they, like you said, have put in the work. And that's what this podcast has really kept its mouth shut the last 18 months about is this idea that 
we're trying to push the industry forward. And so many people are just taking, taking from the industry and they have nothing to give to the industry. So last week, the straw that broke the camel's back was somebody made a statement and we got tons of texts and DMs and calls about this statement that they now have a system, Marty. They've come up with the system of how to lay down coating without doing paint correction. They got the system now. They weren't doing it five years ago. They weren't doing it a year ago. FYI, the coating they use isn't a coating. If you're putting it on today and you can wipe it off tomorrow, let me tell you what it doesn't have in there. Ceramic coating. That's not me. That's science. The hardeners of ceramic. True ceramic, that's how you get high spots. You wouldn't get high spots if it didn't harden. So Jason Rose wouldn't have to polish if there weren't a hardener in the ceramic coating. So not only is somebody taking this and acting as if they're the genius behind it and not giving credit or honoring the source of the information, but the product they're using isn't ceramic at all. So now we're going to lie at every turn. We're going to take from people. We're not going to honor them. We're not going to say, hey, I was listening to so-and-so last few years. You know, they were right. Hey, Marty HyperClean's been beating this drum for a long time. We've come out with our own process to do this. I don't think that's very difficult to do what I just said and say, hey, we came out with our own process. No, nope, you got to act as if you came up with it. Got to act as though you, I mean, you haven't detailed a car for money in 25 years, but you can act that way. Enough is enough. And what I'm selling today isn't as fun as me and you busting balls about you like a brats. It's not as fun. That's fun talk. Okay. For those of you that sent me pictures of almonds, because we have fun on buy or sell. And for the most part, Marty, you and I have been having a lot of fun on this podcast the last six, eight months, right? We made a decision. Hey man, we want to have a lot more fun. Just you and I podcast has grown. I think we're the most listened to in detailing as long, along with being the most influential, but the theft that's going on around this content is just like somebody stealing your polishing technique and going down the street, and not giving you credit, not honoring a source of who taught them, not acting like you helped them. And all of you would feel really terrible about that. So let's think of them when we say all of them, what does it matter? Right. At the end of the day, what does it really matter? I think hyper clean slick proves why it matters. Okay. I want to reference one more really egregious thing that took place in the last 18 months. I mean, there's a lot of them. We got a laundry list. You guys send in texts constantly. We appreciate it. We all have a laugh about it. Anybody can vouch. Most of the time you and I just send a laughing emoji. Ha ha. You know, We've blown it off. It's no big deal. So we had somebody that came to the community pub for like eight, nine, 10 weeks in a row. Obnoxious guys. Didn't like it. Uh, didn't speak properly. Was always walking around and had his logo all over the place. And then he just disappeared. Everybody was like, yeah, he, you know, no longer is he annoying getting on my nerves, but what did he do? Marty? He founded a podcast and literally copied our entire wording of everything, mostly yours, stuff you had built in 2017. Exact words, exact descriptions, 
and now a company has backed him as a sponsor, if you saw that kind of theft, why would you engage in that? You don't want people stealing from your business. And you know that these people, we're not talking about topics. We all share topics and detailing only has so many topics. Topics are a very different thing than stealing entire well thought out business models, et cetera, right? Like if somebody uses the polish that you use at your shop, nobody stole that from you. But if they use this technique that you came up with and don't honor you by saying, hey, you know, Marty taught me how to do this. It's a very different thing. We don't want people to get mixed up. You know, we, this isn't small stuff. This isn't like, hey, you know, you talked about this on your podcast and I did something similar. That stuff happens. We don't care about that. It's like we cheer people on starting their podcasts. How many hours have we spent with other people that have detailing podcasts, just giving our two cents or sponsoring their podcast or cheering them on to be successful? I don't have to defend myself. I want competition in the marketplace, but it doesn't actually exist right now. And so here's where it affects the end consumer, the detailer. Hyperclean Slick should have never seen the light of day. And those that have, that have used it, if you're using anything else, I don't know what to tell you, you're using a subpar product compared. The bottom line is it doesn't streak. You don't have to buff it a thousand times on the surface. It's the purest silica spray that exists on the market. But it was a last step product that I was told for 10 years working with manufacturers and asking manufacturers to solve a problem. They told me it couldn't be done. Hey, you know, these products are going to smear a little bit. There's nothing we can do. Our smears a little less than this guy's, but they never wanted to solve the smearing issue. And, and all of you have experienced it. When it, when it smears on the, on the surface and you're fighting it, it takes away the clarity. It takes away all the hard work that I just put in as a detailer. It's a complete nightmare. And I see people still have products. Hey, you got to hold the towel a certain way. And then you got to buff it a certain way. I mean, that's crazy. It's 2021. These last step products should be beyond that. You and I put six or seven hard months into developing our HyperClean Slick product. Not 17 years. Six or seven really focused months of multiple, always going back and forth to get it right. So this is what the copycat mentality gets us. 10 or 15 years of saying, yeah, the product's going to smear. That's all we can do. You know, it's all that can be done, Nick. Marty, can't get it to stop smearing. It is what it is. Well, you know why that happened? Because the guys down the street streaked. So they thought theirs could streak. So they didn't have to work as hard. And they didn't come up with original stuff. So they just let the shit. It is what it is. It's good enough. That's where it hurts people. That's where it hurts your business as a small business owner. When people stop innovating and all they do is copy, there is no benefit to the marketplace because now innovation has stopped and copying has, has ensued. So how does that help anybody? Would you have the Rupes machine if they just said, hey, we're going to build a rotary? We're just going to build a rotary like the guy down the street? No, they had to say, hey, we think we have a better way. Now, most people love what Rupes has done, right? So without innovation, and that's what's happening in the content space. See, I see all these guys that get pissed off about the Instagram or YouTube detailer. Rightfully so. Some of the stuff is nonsense, whatever. But you have people charging 2000 3000 5000 for training that are copying everything that we do. I don't hear the outcry. 
I don't hear it. And that's fine. Look, we're not going to have this talk very many more times. This was just, we had something happen last week that was so egregious with the coding thing that you had been ringing that bell for five years and somebody can't even honor the source of that. So we wanted to come on here and say, guys, we hear all your texts and DMs. That's how we hear about it. We don't go search this stuff. You guys text us. Can you believe what so-and-so did? Can you believe what's happening? Yeah, we can believe it now. 18 months in to this pandemic? Yeah, I can believe it. Because our detailers, the guys that listen to us, they had record 2020s. We've built loyalty through good information, not through stealing other people's stuff. And again, a topic that crosses over podcasts is not what we're talking about here. We all have similar topics because it's detailing. It's not rocket science. There's not a billion things to it. We're all very similar in that way. But you have people that are egregiously stealing stuff like business ideas and whatnot. And I think most of you guys would feel really shitty if people had been doing that for the last 18 months or more. I think a lot of you would feel a lot differently. Yeah, and it's an interesting philosophy. I know that will be dissected around. I'd love to chop it up uh, this week on the community pub is, is really what it does affect for detailers when it comes up was because I think, I think that there's some that are starting to go, wait, did you just say, right? Like, did he really just say that the reason why there hasn't been innovation in a spray type product is because everybody was just copying each other. Like, is that really what you said, Nick? But then you start looking through everything and you go, wow. Yeah. Why has nobody solved issues that we are solving? It's really interesting why they don't have that kind of influence to be able to see that there's a need to fix something. And they just want to keep doing the same thing over and over. And at the end of the day, that doesn't help the car care industry. Absolutely at all. It hurts. So being an influencer, ha ha, right? It is an interesting word because in some segments, it means that basically you were just leading people. The point of also being the most heard is that it's not just, which is what's funny is, is we talk about this, not just being talking heads, right? We're not a paid influencer from another brand trying to lead you into buying something. And that's the purity of what our influence has been, and which is why it's continued to grow. And I'm excited about not only everybody having great 2020s, but fuck, everybody had great 2021s that's in the community. I mean, the messages we keep getting back are, hey, I, I listen to what you guys say. I, I've made this change. We start seeing the amount of Uno and doses orders that come through and people messaging back and saying, dude, you were completely right. I'm so glad I switched to this earlier in the year and they had the most amazing summer that they could have imagined. It, it's crazy. Well, and I'll finish on this. I've been harping on something for the last couple of years with you that most people didn't, you know, didn't care to, to listen to. Bad information is cancerous. It's better to have no information than have bad information. And 2020 proved that. We have record of guys going out of business or about to be out of business with bad advice. Yeah. Shut your business down. It's a pandemic. I talked to a nurse down the street from me. 
That was an actual quote, by the way. It's crazy. We said, hey, be safe. Keep your head down. You know, don't put yourself in harm's way. Don't go out and try to do too much. Clean surfaces. Don't get into sanitization. It's a lot more detailed than you think. Like to think that we were pretty level-headed during a pretty crazy time. Leaders, and people use that word really crazy these days, has nothing to do with you're the loudest guy or you are printing your face on T-shirts or whatever. That isn't leadership. In 2020, you saw who leaders were in this industry. Who got you and gave you advice that was common sense, calming, hey, let's get this done. Let's do a great job. Let, let's operate my business. Let's do better. And who was giving you fear? Leaders don't give you fear. They help you through the fear. So that's interesting of where we're at now, right? We're in the middle now moving forward into a moment where they're using the certain words, right? There's there's words that we're calling it more of a scarcity, I think. And we're, we're saying that there are some things that are you're starting to find that are hard to get. And we keep yeah. letting the community know, right? We, we constantly, almost every week, yeah. hey, what shortage, right? Quote, unquote, what shortage are you hearing about? Or, or what, what's going on with this? Any updates? The information that we put out is for everybody. Oh, 100%. 100%. And we do it under the pretense of sharing and giving and helping the community. Yep. We don't use fear and tell you about shit going on, tell you don't do this, don't do this and do this, right? Like we share information and we let people make their opinions. Just because there's ships in the harbor, right? We get it. They can't come in. We get it. That's what we've been saying for months. Like, yeah. why is it such brand new news? I mean. No, it, like I said, it wasn't talked about till we talked about it. Nobody talked about the chip shortage or had the information that I especially had in the global chip shortage because they don't, they don't have those connections. They, they make you believe they do. Make you believe they, they know all these important people, but how does that help you? Puts money in their pocket. I mean, we've heard some pretty appalling numbers of these people giving business advice and then not paying when they have people at a certain job every year. It's an appalling time, man. And guess what? We're going to keep doing this. We're going to have a good time. And I think people are going to be pretty surprised at what 2022 looks like for HyperClean. We got, we got some things behind the scenes that are, are great moving forward. I wanted to do this because I wanted to let everybody know that has shared those stories over the last 18 months. I appreciate it. I appreciate you looking out for us and saying, Hey, you know, look, I, you know, this guy's doing this and great, but I know who the guys are that are, that are trying to do the right thing. We're all just trying, you know, that's the key word. We're all just trying our hardest, right? Working our ass off. It's all we're all doing. And if you do that, and you call my phone, I'll have a three-hour discussion with somebody like I did two weeks ago. He knows who he is. Nothing but supportive. Hey, man, how'd you like this? Hey, did you... I'll do it. 
I got plenty of references of guys that call me, text me, text you, whatever. I'll do whatever I got to do to help you out. Doesn't mean I'm the perfect person. Doesn't mean that. What it means is, is that we're genuine about giving out information, making it as fun as we can to an extent. And this one's not fun. It's not fun to have the conversations you and I've had since last week. It's not fun for me. But enough is enough. It's been 18 months of nonsense from a lot of different angles. And you know what? I feel bad for those people because it's a podcast. You don't have to turn on the mic. You know, this is what I said to you. Why even turn on the mic? If you don't have an original thought, just don't make an episode. <laughs> don't make a podcast. It's no big deal. Like, that's the part that's really funny to me. And you know what? I'm really looking forward to, we, I feel we've crossed a little bridge as a company. And that bridge is this new part. I mean, guys, we're having such a great year because of all of you. Because all of you are busy. Because all of you are working your ass off. That doesn't go unnoticed by Marty and I because we know how hard this business is. I think that's the coolest part. But yeah, I want to acknowledge that some things are going on that aren't above board with, with this stuff. And you know what? It is what it is. I've been on record now. Anybody has an issue with it, you come talk. We find that people don't want to do that. They want to hide in the shadows at mommy and daddy's company. That's the way it is. No big deal. It's not a big deal at all, man. But we laugh about this stuff. And I thought publicly we could share a little bit of what the last 18 months have been. I think we have better and bigger and better things to talk about today. I, yeah, you know. which is, is definitely the, the, the next phase of the influence is, is what I think we're, I'm excited about. I know you're excited as, oh, yeah. as something that we began to see in the, in the industry, no doubt is, is where we find what makes us so unique, right? 40 plus years in the industry in car care, in operating a business that takes care of customers. Yep. We can start there and then trickle it down just a little bit further to that business that takes care of customers that is very specific to mobile detailing and now into shop, right? And into some different levels of detailing. Yeah. Where else is there in ownership of the companies available to car care specialists that have the influence capabilities that you and I have. And the main one is then how guys can bring in gals, either way, apologies, ladies, apologies. How do we bring in other avenues of income, whether we're in a colder state, whether we're in a warmer state, but specifically colder states many times have to go look for other things. That's when I started as a mobile detailer and it got cold. That's exactly what I did. And I'm in Oklahoma. So I can't imagine what people do in the Northeast or Canada or, you know, anywhere that it just yeah. frigid temperatures. I, I saw here the very quick need to have multiple levels of income, meaning that while I would detail cars during the day, when else could I use my equipment because there's 24 hours of the day, right? How else could I go get new customers, go get new arrangements, go create 
new relationships so that my overall business structure, overall business idea of growing as a human and as a company would continue to grow no matter what the weather, no matter what team members were like. There could be a lot of different variables that could hop in. How could I start to go get a good foundation that allowed multiple streams of revenue come through? And there's no doubt that in today's environment, being a distributor for HyperClean has to be put into that talk, especially around what I just said. The difference that HyperClean brings is we have a track record and a proven history of bringing in multiple streams of income and not eating off of your customers. What's that word? Cannibalism cannibalism. Yep. You should never cannibalize your customer base because why? Where does it really get you? Well, it's not new. It's eating off of what you already had. So could you do it? You could. And there's some that are doing it. And there's plenty of brands that are telling people to do it. But we're not going to get preachy about that, right? It's more about what is a better solution for you is to go hunt new business, to bring in new customers into your business and not cannibalize off of the old ones. Continuum, continuum down a long journey. We just cleaned this weekend, right? I talk about them all the time. His name's Mike Case. Go look him up. Case and Associate Properties. I know we don't drop... There's no reason, right? There's no reason yep. to name drop customers, except the reason that he's been with us since 2003. <laughs> that a means a lot. That means a lot. And, and it's a lot of cash. Have I? You're, you're right. <clears throat> Don't tell anybody about the cash part, please. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say, have I ever tried to sell him a product? No. I want him to use my service. I would rather go hunt a dealership. I would rather go hunt a body shop. Other detailers. Anybody that isn't associated with my current business so that my sphere of influence will grow, so that my sphere of relationships in business will grow, and so that my foundation as a company will now have better opportunities of growth. 100%. 100%. And, and, I, and I think this is something we haven't really touched on as a company. So this is sort of a new topic for us to kind of explore the broadness of this topic. And, you know, a lot of detailers reach out to us. They're struggling with staff. We all know right now has probably been the toughest time in history to staff a business. This is not an excuse. This is literally, I mean, Walmart's struggling. McDonald's is struggling. These massive companies are struggling. We may have massive walkouts because of the ma some of the mandates and things coming down. I mean, we may have hundreds of thousands of people just out of work and no idea how they're going to rehire or, or whatever. Uh, you know, so we get asked all the time about that specific problem. And one of the things that distributing HyperClean, uh, a product line gives you is you can actually move a lot of product to make a lot of money with not a lot of bodies. That's the one thing to reference here is that 
I'm not going to keep going over folks. If you want to sell one detail spray a week to a client and you think that's going to change your business as the advice has been, or you want to bring a kit that collects dust in your shop. Cause you know, you've been to a lot of people's shop. They still got those same kits that are dusty on their front shop uh, shelves. And they were, they were convinced that was going to work. If I sold these kits to my already existing customers that walk in here, I'm going to make a ton of money. It doesn't make sense on the face of it. We don't have to rehash that for everyone, but there is a way to make money in chemicals that very few people. And to my knowledge, nobody really talks about publicly, which is starting a branch of your company that's in chemical distribution and going after body shops, other detailers, and building a company that distributes chemicals where you earn a healthy profit margin. And now you can sell 500 bottles of slick a week instead of the three customers that you were told to sell it to. You go out and you develop this entire organization around solving people's problem that they have with understanding chemicals. Dealerships are classic for this. They don't really know what they're supposed to be buying. They're not in the business of chemicals. They're in the business of getting a car frontline ready. So if you go in and you solve it with a product like HyperClean, there's money in it and there's lots of money in it. And this is what we're going to start talking about a little bit more is what is viable and what isn't. Selling to your existing clientele a detail spray here and there to make five bucks is not viable. It's never been viable. What is viable is this idea of, okay, I have VR Auto Spa and I'm going to start VR Chemical and I'm going to run these under the same parent company, one DBA and another DBA, and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to sell all these chemicals that I rep in my area, and I'm going to start making money off of it. And I can solve my people problem pretty quick because now I can do, you know, 100, 200, 250, 250,000 in chemical sales a year without the need of hiring anyone but myself. It's a realistic number. It's a big number. It's an exciting number, if you ask me. And again, it's just something that really hasn't been talked about openly and properly around the industry. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm excited about, the influence of what we're going to be doing, no doubt, especially moving in 2022. There's already been plenty and excited about this journey for those in the community that have already started and have just freshly started. It's very exciting. We're spending one-on-one -on -one times together. We're walking through what this looks like the reason why we have to bring it up is because it is so unique. Who else has done this? Yeah, just, everybody's, you, everybody's offered a training, but what about one-on-one -on -one coaching of growing a business? And walking into a dealership on how to sell a product. Yep. You want to talk about the most needed trainings? They occur right at a dealership. Can you get paid for it? Oh, you bet. You get paid very nicely. Not only could you get money up front, but the long tail of teaching guys inside of a dealership how to clean cars properly. Listen, that long tail of them buying product from you, be happy to talk about anybody that wants to learn and grow together. Listen, find us at HyperClean Specialist on Facebook. Shoot Nick a message, shoot me a message. 
we can walk through what it looks like for you to take that next step in what you desire most out of your business. And what is that time, security, finances? What is it that you mostly need out of your business? We can help you get to that achievement. So I'm excited about 2022, Nick. I know, oh, yeah. like you said, this wasn't the, the, the traditional talk that we normally have, but it was one that needed to be expressed, not only out of you know buying and selling, but in also of where the future holds, right? Where do we see the most success coming for guys, gals? Hey, there's no doubt that together as a community, we'll get there. So, Nick, thanks as always for your time. It's been a great talk. And uh, listen, we'll see you next week, man. Appreciate it, bro. All right. Hey, if you got any, right, let's just go over one little nugget. But I think you got more than a nugget, right? You got a lot of great information out of there. So go share it to a group. Go share it to your friends. And definitely leave a comment and a review. Thanks so much. This is Marshall. Make it a great day. Thank mm -hmm. you.